Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Eddie and His Amazing Friends Hero Cast, episode 180. Joined by amazing, not an amazing friend, amazing fiance, I suppose. <laughs> Welcoming back to the show our female hero correspondent, Maurice. Hey! Hello, everyone. Nice to be back. Oh, thank you, thank you. We managed to figure out a time that would work, so yeah, here we are. So today is Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, we'll dive right into it. It came out Christmas Day 2020, same as our movie from last week, so all our champions and song will stay the same, but I did, because it's 1984... I looked up the number one song for that year, mm-hmm. and it was uh, When Doves Cry by Prince. Ooh, I don't know that song. I'll listen to it later. Oh, it's so good. How have you never heard it? No, never heard it. <laughs> oh, well, the, uh, the other number one song was Willow by Taylor Swift. I'm sure you've heard that. 1984? Oh, no, that was Ooh. from 2020. Oh, I thought the title of the song is 1984. <laughs> no, no, When Doves Cry by Prince. That was uh, the number one song in 84. The number one song when this movie dropped was Willow by Taylor Swift. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. Our budget. This is similar to, uh, what was it, uh, New Mutants, because it came out during COVID, New York's, Movie theaters weren't open yet. I can't... I don't know. L.A., Chicago, maybe they were. I don't know. Either way, people weren't still going out. But I know for a fact New York's wasn't, and that's your that's your number one market. So, didn't do great. Mm-hmm. Budget of $200 million, Box office, $169.6 million. Puts it at uh, 164 on our list at negative $30.4 million. That would be negative 36.2 with inflation. Right below Sin City, City, A Dame to Kill For, and right above New Mutants, funny enough. So, yeah, I mean, hard to judge these. It's, you know, I, 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 New Mutants, I don't know if that would have made a ton of money. Wonder Woman, I think, would have, would have done okay, but, Mm -hmm. you know, Came out when it came out. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that um, it, it did not earn. It was on a loss. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of movies delayed during COVID. I, New Mutants, I don't... I mean, I think they just wanted to get rid of that. Wonder Woman, I'm mm-hmm. surprised. Like, I don't know. Why? Why are you surprised? Well, I'm surprised they didn't delay it. I don't know what, mm. I mean, if you would have just delayed it, I don't know, five, six months, you would mm-hmm. have gotten pretty much every theater in America open at that point, so I don't, and it, I mean, it did, uh, you know, almost $170 million, which is still pretty good, consider, all things considered, so mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Rotten Tomatoes score, critics 58%, fans 73%. So, oh, I almost forgot. I always forget this. Our uh, socials, EC underscore hero on X, EC hero cast on Instagram, mm-hmm. or myself, Eddie C85 on both. So, that's that. Uh, history with this movie, I know you said this was your first viewing of it. Yeah. It is. Well, at least half of it. (laughs) Yeah, so for me, I did see it on Christmas Day. And I mentioned that last week in my What Was I Up To? But on Christmas 2020, because, you know, there wasn't a lot to do. I actually have two stories for this week. Because there wasn't Mm -hmm. a lot to do. There was, there's a small town in northeast Ohio called Steubenville, Mm -hmm. and every year, even 2020, Mm -hmm. they display, they have the largest uh, life-size, not life-size, largest human-size nutcracker collection in the world, and they display it all over their city. So went up there, did a family trip up there just to see it, it was pretty cool, Bitterly cold, but uh, it was fun. So that's what I did that Christmas, because, you know, I always try to do something fun on Christmas, but, you know, not a whole mm-hmm. lot was operating at that time. Mm-hmm. The other well, thing... Well, it's... Oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, well, on that day, I'm trying to recall what I was doing, because, you know, I'm in the Philippines at the time and the COVID lockdown was really crazy in third world countries like mine. So I'm I'm trying to recall what I was doing and uh, hmm, I'm looking back at my post at the time, 2020, and I'm honestly not so sure where I was. Maybe I was just at home, really. That's it. We're all locked up at our own homes. Too bad. Yeah, too bad. Movie theaters, I'm guessing, weren't open. Nope. nope. Netflix, everything online. The other thing Is I was good? doing, mm-hmm. I had to throw this in there. Mm-hmm. This was not. This wasn't Christmas. This is a week later on New Year's. So New Year's, we had in 2020. They had a this was kind of, in hindsight, a weird rule that didn't make a lot of sense. But restaurants and bars had to close at 10 o'clock. They weren't allowed to stay open late. I don't know. I guess. Was it because of the COVID, too? Not necessarily. Yeah, it was COVID. I don't know how much that really affected anything, but that was the rule. So even on New Year's, where... You know, you want to stay out past midnight, every bar was closing at 10. So Mm -hmm. it was one of those situations where friends, no one really wanted to host because we'd all felt weird going out to eat and then having to leave at 10. And then someone have to, Mm. you have to go to someone's house for midnight. And I was just like, eh, there's there's nothing. We're good. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. So nobody was really up for it. I get it. So I, uh, I got a, I was happy to see 2020 go, as everyone was, and I ordered a big seafood platter from Red Lobster. Which oh, wow. I didn't have a ton uh, to work with at the time, but that was probably the best. 
and I perused Netflix, and I came across a show, and this was probably around 6 or 7 at night. I came across a certain show that sounded interesting, I thought I'd give it a try, called Alice in Borderland. Ended up watching Ooh. everything except one episode. I was so tired. But I watched it till like <laughs> three in the morning and yeah, been hooked. I'm reading the, the mangas. I watch, I, you know, I've watched the show season two, season three will be out sometime at some point. Um, but yeah, that's how I got started. I was look, any, anything involving playing a game for life or death, I'm in. I don't know why, but I'm all in on. <laughs> okay. Well, Interesting, interesting. Um, I've heard of Alice in Borderland at the time, but um, I think I, I honestly can't remember what I was doing at that time. And I'm looking at my Facebook post; it's not helping. <laughs> well, we watched a, a season two last year to get. Was that? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, I only actually watched Alice in Borderland. Um, I think a few weeks before. We uh, the the second season came out right because we planned on watching it together and I said oh wait I have to watch the first season first <laughs> so yeah you know what's funny is I I took a break I'm like maybe two or three episodes away but I rewatched mm -hmm. season two again <laughs> why that? I just love it I, well plus I didn't get to watch I watched it on my computer when we watched it together so. I wanted it on the TV, but I, I probably have one or two more, oh, maybe three more episodes left. But mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not in any hurry because I know what happens. But yeah, you just wanted to watch it again. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So out of uh, back to um, Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Let's check out this cast. It's really about four people worth talking about. Mm -hmm. I'll start with I'll start with the love interest Chris Pine as Steve Trevor he's back he's a bit of a fish out of water story guy from the early 1900s now he's in the 80s so he's getting used to all the clothes and whatnot. so some funny moments but I enjoyed him it's kind of more of the same though well there was an awkward part um uh, where when he he met the what's the name of the other girl again? <laughs> oh, Diana. I no, not Diana. The new character. Oh, uh, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. So I thought that um, moment was awkward when she met her the uh, she met her the first time. He met her the um, the first time rather, Barbara. He, it felt like he's hitting on her. <laughs> Well, he he looked different. That was the thing. Oh yeah, I think uh, I remember when we were watching it together. You said like he possessed somebody else's body, but in Diana's eyes, he's seeing Chris. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, she's seeing Chris rather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's start with our, I guess, minor-ish villain. We have Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva slash Cheetah. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I actually thought she did pretty good. I did think it was funny. They tried to give her not quite the Halle Berry treatment from Catwoman, but I'll get into that. But uh, they tried a little bit. But no, I thought uh, mm-hmm. she did all right. I mean, was you know, was her character super believable as this klutzy person? Maybe, but mm-hmm. uh, I kind of dug it once she became the villain. And I thought the way that she got her powers was interesting, which again we'll get into. But I, I thought it was an interesting character. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you weren't a fan of the cheetah, but <laughs> yeah, like what? Why of all all animals? I mean, uh, with um, with all due respect, with cheetahs in the world, right? They're amazing animals, but you don't want to offend on. the cheetahs. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to offend animal lovers too. I like animals, but in in this movie, I mean, you're Wonder Woman. And then you pair up with it's it's not of the same category because Barbara, what she wished for is to be like Wonder Woman. So it would have been nice if if it's the same category. It's not well, the same category. Well, she made the extra wish where she wanted to be the apex predator, and apparently it's a cheetah. Oh, okay. I, I don't recall that part. That's why. Oh, yeah. It was in the airplane. With... Mm, ah! Okay, yeah. With our... Uh, he was in last week's movie. Pedro Pascal, Max Lord. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, again, I don't... I would be interested to know if an actor's ever had two movies drop on the exact same day. Oh, which uh, yeah, we can be heroes on Netflix. Same genre too, superhero movies dropped on the same day. I'd mm. be interested to know if that has ever happened before. But yeah, he played mm-hmm. a uh, he was like a con man at first, and then he becomes basically a genie that uh, kind of you 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 have your wish but then there's like a twist on it where something bad happens mm-hmm. um, apparently he modeled his character off Bernie Madoff and Donald Trump which is interesting <laughs> um, and Gordon Gecko from Wall Street so so did he do well yeah i mean i th- i thought he did pretty I've good i've never seen the movie so that's why i'm asking Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, oh Pedro did well. I mean, he's a good actor. I don't know much about the character of Max Lord, but he mm-hmm. definitely had the sleazy uh, con man gimmick going early on. I thought he did good with mm-hmm. that. Um, and then once he became the Dreamstone, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was also. I liked how he would coax people into granting wishes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't you wish this uh, traffic would be good? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. He was really good at making people unconsciously ask wishes from him. Yeah, well, you know, he's a con man. He's good at that. Yeah, that's true. 
And then, of That's course, uh, our main event, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, more of the same from last movie. She'll be in our movie next week, too, so uh, don't need to discuss about her too, too much. But, you know, she does a good job. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, it's hard to keep up with DC these days, but I don't believe she's playing Wonder Woman anymore, which is disappointing, but, you know, it happens. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she did a good job. Uh, you know, she looks the part and everything. And, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, um, I like, um, her, uh, portrayal of Wonder Woman, but I think the storyline of 1984 in general, it's a bit off. I feel like it's forced, you know. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, me, I don't watch a lot of movies. And, um, th- this one, I don't know, it's, it's a forced story for me. I feel like uh, they just wrote it just so there could be another movie. That's it. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting because the initial TV show takes place in the 70s. Mm hmm. So you would think if they were going to do a sequel, that's when it would take place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it didn't. So at least with that, it would you could kind of understand be like a nod to the original TV show, um, which they do actually do in this movie. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean it's it's always weird with these kind of prequels because you know based on the other movies, like the movie we'll be doing next week, that Wonder Woman survives Mm -hmm. and everything, so Mm -hmm. it's not really necessary. But I guess if you want to bridge the gap between, you know, World War II and modern times, you could throw in another movie. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it didn't, like I said, it didn't perform well, but I think that was their own fault. I don't know why you would release this, a big budget movie like this during COVID, but they did. So. Um, or maybe they were, they wanted to stick to a timeline. Could be. I don't know. But. <laughs> or they could have released it not in the theaters, but I guess online. Online, just online streaming. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, some did do that. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll actually get to... There's several in 2021 that uh, that were that way, so... But let's jump into the plot. So, we mm-hmm. open with a young Diana competing. It's this big obstacle course. And she was doing well, but then... There's a big setback. And... Uh, in order to get ahead, much like Jim Harbaugh, she cheats, and she's about mm-hmm. to win the race, but her mom stops her, kicks her out of the race, says, uh, you know, what was it she said? It was like nothing, uh, oh man, it was a good quote, and I forgot it, uh, I should have wrote it down. Something like nothing good oh. comes out of lies. I think, that, like I that. think that was it, yeah. Well... Anyway, so there was that. I'm not sure why they put this in there, because it didn't really 
pertain to the story, but uh, there it is. So we fast forward to 1984, mm-hmm. and Maxwell Lord, he's this infomercial guy. This infomercial sounds a lot like a Ponzi scheme where he's bought a bunch of land, and if mm-hmm. you invest and we strike oil, you make money. Of course, we later learn that all the land that he bought doesn't have oil under it. Seems mm-hmm. like you would need that. So, Anyway, uh, they're at a mall. Every 80s movie needs a mall. It is mm-hmm. robbed. Wonder Woman stops them. You think that's just going to be it, but uh, there's more to the robbery than what it seems at first. So the news also points out they don't know who Wonder Woman is. So this must have been Wonder Woman's first major appearance in... Uh, I guess she's a superhero in Washington, D.C. So. Mm-hmm. so at the museum where Diana works, she meets Barbara. And old Barbara is a klutz. She's not popular. She wears glasses, so she's ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the frumpy, gross Halle Berry Catwoman ugly, but close. They try to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... It's, yeah, I don't know. It's always funny. I mean, Halle, you know, Halle Berry, Kristen Wiig, both attractive. So it's always funny when they're like, look how ugly they are. They have glasses. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. Looking back, you know, Eddie, now that you mentioned it, uh, you're right with emphasizing this. Like, um, we all know that um, beauty comes in different ways. So it's like, the movie saying if you wear glasses and you look like this, you don't focus on, you dress in a certain way, you look a certain way, it's ugly, right? So that has to change, I guess. They do do that, yeah. I don't know too many, I've never met a woman who I'm like, you know, if she didn't wear sweatpants and hoodies and glasses, she'd be hot. Like, I've never met anyone like that, but... I don't know. It's kind of a mm. cliche. Mm-hmm. So we learned that the jewelry store at the mall that was robbed was actually a black market for mm-hmm. stolen artifacts. So the FBI, they dropped all the artifacts off at the museum for identification. The FBI is coming by later to check them out, and Barbara gets the help, so she's excited. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces, they're like, oh, it's just this boring crystal. They think it's lame. But... It said something on the crystal about granting wishes, and then, like, one of the people's like, oh, I wish for a coffee. And then, like, a guy immediately walks in, and he's like, hey, I got two coffees. Anybody want one? And he's like, hey, look mm-hmm. at that. So they thought it was just good luck. But turns out mm-hmm. it really does grant wishes. But so And they're wasting wishes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he wasted a wish. And you'll learn later that uh, when you make a wish, something bad happens. So Diana and Barbara, they have dinner, and uh, Diana or uh, Barbara's like infatuated with Diana. She's like, "Oh, you just mm. seem like you're super popular, and you go out all the time." Mm. And on the way home, some guy tries to rape Barbara, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though she's ugly. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess it didn't matter to to them. So, mm. but Diana saves well. her. <laughs> Well, remember, Eddie, that's the whole point 
of of uh, rapists uh, of of people wanting to exert authority or power through rape it's a it's a matter of power right doesn't matter you don't have to get be pretty to be raped i mean children get raped even if they don't look um seductive or they're not wearing um they're just regular wear regular clothes so yeah so that's something which that's a message which the movie is really showing here I, i'm just saying you know just tying up with social issues, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, so Wonder Woman saves her. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you, I just, you know, just, like, used his force against him, no big deal. Mm-hmm. So later that night, Barbara goes to the museum, and she thinks, ah, oh, what the hell. She picks up the wish stone. She's like, oh, you know, I wish I was cool and confident and just like Diana. Which, I liked this. It unknowingly <laughs> gave her Wonder Woman powers. So, I thought that was clever. Uh, Which part? Well, when she what, wished what to be mean? like Diana, it un- the, she unknowingly got Wonder Woman's powers. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I thought that was clever. Mm. And we see the next day, like, when the janitor drops a bucket, like, she's able to, like, hop on a chair real quick. So, mm. she's more agile already so next day we maxwell lord goes down to the museum he made a big donation so he gets a big tour which all he really wants is to see where the crystal is mm. and which he does well, mm-hmm. and he goes back to his office because at this point you still think max lord is a successful guy Mm-hmm. But he goes back to his office. It's pretty much empty. It's got a bunch of past due notices. There's no employees. Mm-hmm. No computers. Nothing. And there's mm-hmm. one angry investor there who yells at Lord in front of his son about getting his money back. So mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you got to believe me. I got something coming. So. so later that night at the museum gala... Uh, Max hooks up with Barbara. He sees the crystal in her office. He swipes it. She later says that she let him borrow it, but uh, he clearly steals it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe she was covering. I don't know. Well, yeah, she's probably not aware, right? Um, And uh, she was distracted with attention um, he was giving her. That's why. So... Yeah, and and she probably thought that the stone is useless, it, that it doesn't, it, you know, the the value of the item, right? She's not aware that it's very dangerous to, apart from the va- um, um, the value or how much it is, what it can do, and she's trying to cover it up. Yeah, uh, I missed uh, a part in the thing where. Um... Diana also made a silent wish, but like, you know, on the same crystal. So this is where this pays off. She runs into this guy, and she's like, I don't know you. Go away. And oh, yeah, yeah. it ends up being Steve Trevor. So that was her mm-hmm. wish. Mm-hmm. And he's back. He just took over the body of some random person. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, happy he's back, and... Back at Lord's office, he makes a wish 
to be the Dreamstone itself. And then the Dreamstone mm. vanishes, just leaving the little metal ring that was around it. Mm-hmm. So Lord visits the... He, he kind of basically hacked it. He, he did the whole I wish for more wishes to the genie. So mm-hmm. Lord visits the investor. He gets the investor. He's like, oh, you know, I wish my, that my company, Black Gold, was successful. Don't you wish that? And he says, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. And then we see what the Dreamstone does. So it, grant his, it grants his wish, so Black Gold will be successful because the investor wished it. But it takes mm-hmm. away what's mostly valuable to you, which apparently mm-hmm. to this guy is his company, as we see the feds raiding it immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the, that's the deal. It grants you whatever you want, but then it takes away what you want, what you love the most or what your mm-hmm. best quality is or whatever. What you value most. Yeah. So meanwhile, Diana and Scott visit the Aerospace Museum. They're back dating again and back at Lord's office his company's now booming all the spots mm-hmm. where he had land for oil there's oil in all of them now he gets a bunch of employees because he asks his uh, one employee if she wished he had help so then a bunch of people come in asking for jobs mm-hmm. so back at the meet oh go ahead oh well I thought it was hilarious that part where he went to uh, uh, what country was it again? The 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 guy he thought oh, um, has a lot of oil in his land, the one who's claiming for ancestral lands. Oh, that was Egypt. That's in the next scene. Oh, is it? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Okay. No worries. Yeah, uh, I thought that was funny because you know. Um, um, he thought that he, when he said that he sold all his oil to the Saudis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, that he's on his way to go to Cairo because mm-hmm. there's this guy who he thinks has like the most oil in all the world. So he's going to go mm-hmm. get him to wish and then take all of his oil mm-hmm. while they, while they being... Diana and Steve are raiding his office. She sees the ring that was left over from that was wrapped around the gem, and she sees it was the language of the gods. Like, oh, this is very dangerous. They created it, but something bad will always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up hopping a plane to Cairo, which is a uh, Diana turns invisible, so we finally get her invisible jet. Anyone mm-hmm. who wanted that, but I like when she said, "Ah, oh, it's a." It's a trick I learned, and I tried it once on a coffee cup, and then I lost it. That was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go to Egypt, and we see what Barbara lost, which was her ability to be nice. She's kind of, like, mm-hmm. rude to everybody now. She used to be a nice person and charming and happy, but Warm. now she's yeah, miserable mm-hmm. and mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they finally land in Egypt. Lord meets with the oil tycoon, and he's like, "Oh, I don't have any oil anymore." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, what do you wish?" He's like, "Well, I, I wish for my land to be." <laughs> it's crazy how this coincides with what's going on with real life. But he's like, "Well, I wish yeah. for my, I wish for my land to be returned to the rightful ancestors." And he's like, "But that'll never happen." 
And then, as soon as it does, this giant wall forms around Cairo. They mention that all, like, the poor people are separated. They're out of the city. He's like, well, this land is yours now. And he's like, but since you don't have the oil, I guess I'll just take your security detail, which I think you would want right now. So yeah. now he's got his own little <laughs> small army. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a funny, funny scene. So Wonder Woman finds Lord, and she chases after him, and she finds his. She gets on his his, uh, his car. She asks, "Where's the stone?" He says, "You're looking at it," but she doesn't understand what that means at first. Mm-hmm. And he manages to get away because Wonder Woman's not as strong as before. She's mm-hmm. slower, not as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what her wish. It took away her her superpowers, kind of. Mm-hmm. That's a complaint later on in the movie. <laughs> so later on, Diana calls Barbara, and Barbara tells her that she's seen images of the stone all throughout history, and on all the images of the civilizations have collapsed. So mm-hmm. eventually, you know, oh, I, someone in Rome had it, and they wished for something or other, and then Rome fell. So it's like, well, that's what's going on with Egypt now. So mm-hmm. they assume that it just leads to the collapse of civilizations when it falls into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. So Barbara, Steve, and Diana meet some dreamstone expert who says you either destroy the stone or you rescind your wish. That's the only way, and says back and then he tells him that yeah it takes something from you when you make your wish mm-hmm. so back with lord we see his relationship with his son is going poorly which i suspect is what he lost when he made his wish mm-hmm. although again another minor complaint shouldn't his son like immediate based on the way the wishes work i feel like yeah. his son should immediately hate him that's like, right Or the son immediately disappeared, something like that. Yeah, instead the son, he's, like, instead he's just way too busy for his son. And his son still wants to, you know, have his dad in his life. And it's like, it should have just taken it away, like, instantly. You're right. That's a movie flaw. Yeah. And Mm. his son actually inadvertently wishes for his dad's greatness and he's like oh i wish you didn't say that no pun intended but he's like oh like that sucks i didn't mean for my son to say that and then as we see his ears start to bleed and he's been kind of like getting nosebleeds throughout the movie all -hmm. these wishes are taking a toll on him Mm -hmm. so meanwhile in dc he's granting more and more wishes people just walking up to him and Mm -hmm. He's granting their wishes, and a lot of the wishes are starting to backfire. I know you enjoyed the scene about the guy getting a farm, but it was right in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, because he said, I know I wish for a farm, but it, it doesn't have to be here. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, it was very, um, was it Bruce Almighty, when he grants everybody's wish? And like, mm-hmm. uh, what was it like? Uh, the like five hundred people win the lottery, so they all had to split it, and they only ended up with like forty dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's going on. All these wishes are like backfiring. The city is rioting. And back at Steve's apartment, Steve implies you should give up your wish and find another way. And she's 
like, no, can't do that. This is the only thing I've ever wanted in my life, so I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of random, but she had this, this was very shoehorned, where he's like, oh, wait, what's that? And it's like, oh, this is this golden-winged armor that I got. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it belonged to, um, it belonged to this great, uh... To a former Amazonian, yeah. Yeah, it, um, trying to find her name. I don't, where is it? Um... Hysteria. Yeah, Hysteria. Hysteria. Yeah, it's like, it belonged to her, and it was super powerful. It's like, oh, okay. So, very, very shoehorned, but... So, yeah, I think I I actually like that part where um, she explained how um, they survive, right? Uh, Asteria, the sip uh, got left behind, so the golden, like the golden shield or golden um, armory, I don't know what you call it, right? Armor, all their powers they put into it because somebody has to be left behind. To fight off all the the invaders so that everyone can stay safe. And that's Asteria. And then they know that Asteria went to Earth, if I'm not mistaken. But they found her armor, but they never found her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And got that's it. got a great, like, um, the end credits, right? The movie um, end credits, they showed what happened to her, and I thought that was cool. I like that part, even yeah. if it feels forced. Well, I, I, I mean, him just seeing the armor felt a little forced, but yeah, I didn't mind that her having true. it. Mm-hmm. So, I guess uh, Lord gets a meeting at the White House, because, you know, you could just, don't you wish I had a meeting with the president type of deal? And mm-hmm. he gets granted one, I guess it's President Reagan, it's sort of looked like him but mm. well 1980s was... was he the president at the time yeah in 84 oh okay then maybe maybe that's why <laughs> i did like this where reagan's just sitting there he's like what am i doing here and he's like i was somewhere <laughs> else and now i'm just here and he's like well just must be the stress i don't know so uh, he gets, uh, Lord gets him to wish, like, what do you wish for more than anything? And he's like, well, more weapons than the enemies. So he, uh, he takes all of Reagan's power and influence. And meanwhile, the Soviets are like, oh, how all these warheads get right here and they're right on our border. We take that as a threat. So, uh, Lord wants to use, then he wants to use the satellites to broadcast himself to grant wishes to everybody because he Mm -hmm. thinks that'll work and wonder woman finds lord in the white house but he is saved by barbara and Mm -hmm. barbara manages to beat her because she has full wonder woman powers whereas wonder woman does not have her full powers Mm -hmm. he says don't go after lord again and then barbara leaves with lord Mm -hmm. and after steve and wonder woman walk through dc which is pretty much rioting there's like a nuclear war on the horizon with the soviets steve mm-hmm. tells her you have to send the rescind this wish so they kiss she renounces her wish she gets her full powers back mm-hmm. although this was a complaint why again why didn't her powers just diminish completely she should yeah. have just been a regular person 
don't I agree with you because that was the case for the others, right? Yeah. For her, she she kept still kept a lot of it. She's still able to fight. The assumption is it's supposed to totally disappear like the others. Yeah, her and Lord were like the exceptions, I guess. So mm. I do like that back on the plane, Barbara's like, you know, you look like crap. Like you're you're bleeding everywhere. Like what's going mm. on? He's like. Well, don't worry, it's only temporary. Which he was right, which I'll get Mm. to. But I thought that was a decent way to make him correct. Mm -hmm. So, he's like, you know, I'm feeling generous. How about a second wish? And, which, again, he went up to one of his employees and was like, what do you wish for? And she's like, oh, Porsche. He's like, oh, I asked for your wish yesterday, never mind. And then he grabs someone else. So, apparently he can grant second wishes, but he sometimes doesn't. I don't know. But, so that's the second uh, movie yeah. flaw. Yeah. Yeah. I did like where they're like, yeah, there's like uh, Porsches everywhere in DC all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so her second wish, I guess, is to be. She's like, you know, I made a mistake being wanting to be like Diane. I want to be like no one else. I want to be mm. an apex predator, number one. And uh, we'll see what happens to her in a moment. So, so is she? Are cheetahs apex predators? I don't know. I guess. I mean, they are the fastest animal. That's got to count for something. Okay. I don't know. Does anything kill a cheetah? Other, um, yeah. Lions, maybe. Aren't they the king of the jungle for a reason? And it's not the cheetah. So, according to Google, lions, leopards, and hyenas will try to prey upon cheetah, particularly cheetah cubs, because they are so fast, adult cheetahs are difficult to catch. Mm. But they're not the best predators, so that's another flaw. Well, it makes me wonder what kills lions. Ah, here are ten ten animals that have killed lions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, crocodile, yeah, sure, when you get into the water, it's not their domain. Mm. Black mamba, mm. yeah, that's cheating, because you get poisoned. Yeah. Hyenas, yeah. hyenas, yeah. Hyenas, I wouldn't call an apex predator, they're just, there's a lot of them. Group! Yeah, yeah they they kill in groups, so. Yeah. Uh, rhino. But Dog. alone, they're oh. weak, I guess. Yeah, rhinos, yeah, rhinos, rhinos don't. The rhinos don't eat meat, do they, though? As far as I know, they're vegetarian, aren't they? Herbivores. Not vegetarian. Tigers have killed lions. Tigers have killed lions, so... Mm -hmm. You know, I guess. There's kind of one and the same. Elephants. uh, Yeah, just from the size, I can see that. But not an apex predator. Mm -hmm. The African buffalo. Mm -hmm. Again, I wouldn't call it. Uh, hippos. Uh, hippos aren't. They're herbivores also. They, they don't eat. They don't eat. Yeah, they don't eat meat. But they. I think they do kill more animals. They're up there as far as. Other than like, animals that uh, use poison or like oh mosquito past a disease, I feel like hippos kill more people per year than any animal. Maybe that was the apex predator. Uh, oh. It doesn't sound right, though. 
I don't know. It says hippos are considered the most aggressive animal in Africa, and unlucky lions who attempted to feed on young calves often learn the firsthand. Moreover, hippos are aggressive enough to take the offensive. They are commonly known to displace any predators in their territory, whether they are hunting or not, by brute force. But I gotta say, I feel like she should have turned into a hippo. I'm sold. <laughs> you do have a point. But what I do know well, is that, babe, so we were talking about their diet, right? And mostly their herbivores. So, does that mean that for human beings... Going vegetarian is not re- does not really guarantee losing the weight that you want because the herbivore animals I know they're like the biggest in the planet like pandas, pandas, rhinos, yeah. elephants. Well, you know, number two mm-hmm. was humans and one was mosquitoes. That's kind of cheap. <laughs> uh, humans only because they have weapons. Mm-hmm. Like if a human without a weapon fought a hippo, he would lose. Mm. Our weapon is our brains. Yeah. In theory. Although some people the, don't hi- use it. <laughs> I'm going to say hippo is the king of the... Because it says they are commonly known to displace any predators in their territory. But they don't so, really attack. I mean, unless you provoke them. I guess that's a difference. Yeah, because when the lions see the hippos, like, oh, I better, I better move because there's hippos here. Mm-hmm. And they can, like, run under... I don't think they can run underwater, but they're very fast in water, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should have turned into a hippo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That'll be the oddest Either... superhero. Either way, uh, ten animals that have killed lions. I didn't see Cheetah on the list, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just, just trying to be accurate and teach the audience something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she should have turned into a hippo. Instead, she will turn into a cheetah. <laughs> that still sounds um, funny. At, at some bunker, Max Lord takes over. Takes over all the TV signals. can ask everyone to make a wish. You see everyone making wishes. Like, oh, I wish I was famous. Mm-hmm. And she's just waiting on tables. And, like, a bunch of people are outside the restaurant. Like, oh, look who it is. And... We see, like, a couple arguing. He's like, I wish you'd drop dead. And she does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going well for the world. More chaos is ensuing. And as he's doing this, Lord starts to heal himself. He's no longer bleeding. His eyes aren't bloodshot anymore. He didn't have a vein popping out of his forehead. And I thought, I thought that was a good twist because it's like some people that are out there wishing their best asset is their health. Yeah. So he's taking that. Mm. So, okay. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So he, that's why he wanted to do this TV deal. Cause he didn't, he didn't need to, but he wanted to get healthy because his, his wishes were killing him. So in short, he doesn't have to hear their wishes back. Right. For for him to take it. I guess he was just mentally connected to them because the the TV. It was kind of strange. Yeah, I know. I mean, it got me all confused. Or he could have just gone to a doctor and been like, "Don't you just wish I could be better?" Yeah, and that could have worked too. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... it's not as dramatic, I guess. Mm-hmm. A lot of 
um, in this movie, you've noticed like a lot of loopholes already. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Barbara shows up in the gold armor. Don't know where she got it because she was. I thought this was a little weird. I don't know if she does this in the comic, but she was like swinging like Spider-Man, but in the clouds, wrapping the lasso around clouds and lightning. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, fine, it's a magic lasso, but it just looked a little strange. Well, yeah, I remember um, while we were watching, I messaged you and I said, it's like a cross um, between uh, Spider-Man and Tarzan. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Kind, <laughs> because I mean, he was swinging, of. and she was swinging in the jungle. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she, uh, we finally meet Barbara. Uh, she has now become Cheetah. And Cheetah and Wonder Woman fight. Cheetah senses she's stronger, so she knows that she rescinded her wish. Mm-hmm. And they keep fighting. They fall into this little lake area where there's like a live wire from a power line that falls into the water. Zaps Barbara, but doesn't kill her. Nearly does, though. But it was, it was an okay little fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wonder Woman storms into the bunker. She knocks over the camera, but it's too late. And she tells Max to renounce his wish to save the world. Max says, why would I do that? And then Wonder Woman says, I wasn't talking to you. Mm. And turns out she had her lasso of truth wrapped around his leg. Mm. Which, to be fair, they did. she did say that just because the lasso is wrapped around you, it doesn't necessarily make you tell the truth. I mean, it does, but it can also show you the truth. Mm-hmm. So she was showing everyone the error of their ways with the uh, these wishes. So then all these people start renouncing their wish. Mm. and uh, I thought it was so cheesy. I told you. Yeah, a little bit. It's so cheesy. Like, aw. Like, not everyone's going to renounce their wish. I Some know. people are going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what if whatever best asset they have, they're willing to sacrifice it? Pretty much like what Wonder Woman felt initially. She's more than happy to let go of her powers. So as long as she can have Steve back, only that she was forced to um, get her best asset back, which is her powers, because the world needs her. But if the world did not need her, she wouldn't mind letting it go. So that's another flaw. So it's cheesy. Yeah, that's my I didn't point. care for the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara did. She turned back into a human. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, See, meanwhile, the U.S. and Soviets, they launch their nukes. Max sees his son running around the streets of D.C. He's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in trouble. And Max was like, ah, my son, okay, I renounce my wish. And then everything is undone. Because if he renounces his wish, I guess all the wishes he granted are unrenounced, too. Mm-hmm. Which and this, makes a little more sense, I guess, than having millions of people renounce their wish. But yeah, but the yeah. thing is, the stone is that you're supposed to destroy the stone, and he wasn't destroyed. So in short, he can change his mind later on and do it again, right? Because he's still the stone, right? 
I guess. Well, they should have had a... I mean, not that it matters, because it's not going to be a sequel or anything, but they should have had the stone reform in his office. Yeah, that's like true. a post-credit scene. Yeah, but it did not. So, like, a lot of loopholes in this movie. Yeah. So, uh, Max makes up with his son. Diana's out walking around Christmas shopping, I guess, and she strikes up a conversation with this guy. Nothing really becomes of it, but... It gives you the, like, oh, you know, I could fall in love again. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's the go. same guy that Steve um, possessed, right? I think it was, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you know, he is handsome, but he's not you. Mm. So We get a post credit scene, which unfortunately, because of the DC, whatever, overhaul, will never play, pay off, but I'm going to recite it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh the Wonder Woman armor, mm-hmm. Asteria, mm-hmm. well, she's still alive. She saved someone, some kid, mm-hmm. and it is played by Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman. I thought that was nice. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just wondering why, um, you know, looking back, why did Asteria not um, meet up? Why did she choose to hide? If she's still alive, you know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> well, you don't know. Maybe they can change their mind and decide, and they decide later on to have another Wonder Woman uh, movie sequel, which they can. Maybe not this year. Maybe not soon. Maybe five years from now. Why did they say yeah, they will? Know. They will. Um. Uh, why did they say they will not have another one anymore? What's the reason why? Well, James Gunn took over DC. It pretty much canceled everything and uh, is recasting everybody. So, oh uh, well, they're just rebooting it all. But oh, I meant to say this in my um, history with the movie because theaters were still like, I mean, you could. There was four of us that went to see this movie. You could buy four seats together, but they had to be like two seats apart from the next group of people. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were still doing the whole six feet deal. So, but this was the first movie I saw in 2020. Other, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other movies I saw before COVID, like in 2020, like Bad Boys, two or three, whatever it was, maybe. But it was the first movie I'd seen in several several months with a packed theater, as packed as it could be given the restrictions, but it still didn't make money. But I do remember Linda Carter getting uh, people... People seemed excited about Linda Carter. They liked... I don't know. They cheered. Mm-hmm. But, uh, time to grade Wonder Woman 84. I will say this. I'm well aware that people hate it. Uh, when I told Caleb this was what I was watching this week, and then he'll... Well, I spoiled... Uh, well, he'll... Next week is, uh, which I'll get to, but uh, he's like, oh, that movie was ass. But uh, I remember when I left the theater liking it a lot, I remember I put it in my top ten movies of 2020. Not that there was much competition, (laughs) but uh, I remember really liking it. And then maybe that was just because I hadn't really seen a big blockbuster movie in the theaters for a very long time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, could have been it, but um, having rewatched it, it's still stuff I like. I don't think it's nearly as bad as everybody says. There are some plot holes that we went over, so... 
I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. But, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I just didn't love it. Hmm. Well, it has a bunch of loopholes. I'm I'm actually disappointed with it. I mean, I like Gal Gadot. I like Wonder Woman. But this storyline, mm, yeah, I, I don't like this movie. <laughs> what grade? <laughs> so what grade out of 10? That seems like it's going to be low. Five? Oh, five? Five's not, you know, five is about average, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's still worth watching it because, I mean, it's Wonder Woman. Um, but I'm not going to be very excited in recommending it, but it's the, still Wonder Woman, so five. All right. Well, we've got... Uh... That's 2020's over, so we're done recapping movies from everyone's favorite year. There was kind of a lot, given the fact that uh, it was a year that with, you know, COVID. But 2021 has several more, but uh, that's because all the delayed movies moved moved in, mm. including some movies with female leads, which uh, we'll have to have you back on for those. But next week, Wonder Woman's back. Actually, the next two weeks. It is Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Now, next week is the prologue and parts one, two, and three. Mm. I'm not watching a four and a half hour movie in one week. <laughs> That's, uh, I draw the line. So Why not? Next week. You watch a lot of shows. Uh, I do, but uh, four and a half hours is uh, is a bit, a bit much. So next week, it's part the prologue, part one, two, and three. And then the week after will be four, five, and six. So okay. that is what is next week. The Justice League Snyder Cut. Interesting. Very divisive movie. Mm-hmm. One of the more divisive that we will uh, do on this podcast, I think. if not the most. So interesting. Mm, interesting. Then, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's on uh, Max, just like uh, Max Lord, who will be our end quote. Life is good, but it can be better. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights, waiting for someone to release me. Don't mean I'm gonna give it away 